Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of, uh, I nearly said, The Last in the Grapevine. No, (laughs) (laughs) through the grapevine. And this is the second episode of our Last Kingdom Watch Along. It's beginning on episode three. Yes. I'm, of course, Robert Crawford, and that little yes came from... Robert Crawford. (laughs) (laughs) You're Olivia Hobson. Okay, yeah, sorry. Olivia Hobson. We've been through this. You can't nick my identity every single day of your life. (laughs) <laughs> of your life of your life <laughs> um how are you i'm good how are you i'm okay i'm okay um apologies if you can hear a little light rumbling i'm sat underneath possibly the loudest boiler known to man is it your boiler not my boiler oh no it's not my boiler why why is that is it old i don't know i don't know anything about boilers i don't know but every time it comes on it's like, <laughs> Oh, God. And it comes on at half six in the morning, so that's a lovely wake up. Wow. Yeah. Um, anyway, should we begin with the thing that people actually tuned in for? Yeah. Thank you for listening. If you did listen to episode one, um, all three of you, um, <laughs> we're now going to take you through a little bit different to how we did it last week, hopefully. A little bit more fun. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, a bit, yeah, more, a little bit snappier. A little bit more free, you know. Hey, guys, <laughs> really up for it. <laughs> Should I just run through the plot quickly? Yes. It will take like two to three minutes. Fine. That's really specific. Oh my God, that makes me sound really lame. Now, it's like, have you rehearsed? You've rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed, haven't you? I, well, I did read through it and then I thought, nah, but that's, I reckon that's about two minutes. Okay. Right. So yeah, I did basically. Shall I do the, shall I do the backing noise? What, the singing? (laughs) Oh, I didn't write down the re- the recap. Um, no, but you know, fuck it. This it's is like the recap. I listened to it. It's like the same as last one. It's the so same. It's like, like, oh, Uhtred, son of Uhtred, born a Saxon, brought up a Dane. Yeah, it's it's that's it. Yeah. So what happened in the last? Actually, episode uh, uh, episode two. How did it actually end? Um, it ended. Let me check my notes. Oh. It ended with them hanging up in bird cages, oh, yeah. didn't it? Oh, and he looks so angry. He is pissed the fuck off. Yeah, now, imagine how Breeder feels. Breeder is apoplectic. <laughs> right, go on. Okay, so plot summary. Uh-huh. Okay, so firstly, for, this is just, I'm just going to go through the whole episode. Fine. Firstly, uh, we come to Winchester after the Wessex army have claimed a victory. But King Ethelred has been gravely injured by an axe blow. Mm-hmm. Um, is it like on his stomach? I don't know. In my mind, it's on his head. But that, I, I think might you be might be right. Of something else. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. Um, Uhtred is determined to use the Saxons to his personal advantage, but Breda refuses the Saxon way. Ethelwald was advised by young Odda to see his father on his deathbed to ensure he was named heir, but Ethelwald chose to spend his night differently. Um, the next morning, Ethelwald returns from the whorehouse. <laughs> I love how I tried to <laughs> subtly not mention that he went to a whorehouse, and then in the next <laughs> sentence, then, like, and then he returns from the whorehouse. You whore really house. tried to be PG, and then you just really went for <laughs> read it on. Um, so then when he when Ethelwell returns, he finds out that his dad, who is the king, is dead. Oh fuck. Um, and his dad names Alfred his successor. Mm. So Ethelwell's obviously well pissed. <laughs> um 
at the peace talk between Saxon and Dane. So now we're going to go to a peace talk between the Vikings. This is where it skips to. Yeah. Abba and Guthrum are surprised to see Uhtred with the Saxons. Abba would settle for Uhtred's head in payment for peace, but Alfred's having none of it. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I love him. I love him. <laughs> Uhtred and Breda are finally released from prison, and in compensation, Alfred offers Uhtred a Saxon wife, which would entitle him to land in Wessex and an elderman title. He requests Uhtred's sword for a term of one year. Um, Breda increasingly bitter of Uhtred. Breeder, increasingly bitter of Uhtred's submission to the Saxons, goes off into the woods and makes a mushroom ale to induce psychic visions. <laughs> he actually says that on the, <laughs> the plot, um, where she sees herself sailing alongside young Ragnar on his ship, Wind Viper. I love that it named his ship because, again, really irrelevant <laughs> on his ship. Yeah, no Wind one Viper. ever, I don't think Wind Viper is ever mentioned in the show. No. Uh, no, I don't think it is. Yeah, well done. That's a bit <laughs> How did of, they uh, even know that? I don't know. They just made Maybe it up. it's real. I don't know. <laughs> um, she tries to convince Uhtred to come with her, but she has, but he has already pledged allegiance to Alfred. The next day, Breda stumbles through the woods by herself, suffering from a painful miscarriage. Uhtred finds her weak and crying and buries the unborn child, foreshadowing the growing rift between the two childhood friends and lovers. <sighs> Um, Uche begin, begins military training with the Saxons by teaching them the good old classic shield wall. Oh, the best. I love, I love that bit. Um, then Breeder is confronted by a man in the woods who turns out to be young Ragnar, who has returned from Ireland. Ireland. Um, Ireland or Ireland? Ireland. The next evening, Uhtred is reunited with his brother, Ragnar, confirming that Ragnar knows Uhtred did not kill their father. Um, <laughs> their what? They, their father, their father. <laughs> <laughs> um, they vow revenge on Kiartan. Uh, and then Uhtred watches Ragnar and Breeder sail away together. Um, he hopes to see them in a year when his service for Alfred has expired, but Leofric poignantly asks of him, who will you be in a year, Uhtred of Bevember or Uhtred Ragnarsson? Do, do, do. That's it. <laughs> um, um, good episode a decent episode we're finally i think moving on yeah the first two were all all like setting it up so the first one was setting up who the danes are who utred is who that lot are and then the second episode was like who are the saxons oh alfred's there but now we've had our first battle or we've had our first hint of a battle and now we're diving in and political ramifications of Wessex. I know, and like, and now you realise that the king, so Ethelred, who was who is the first king, yeah, he's actually a really pointless character. And then Alfred comes in and, as king, and then you're like, okay, this is picking up now because Alfred's like, he's the shit basically. Well, he's he is the shit, and he also has the shits for most of this. <laughs> Most of this episode. <laughs> yeah, the, the character of Ethel, whatever is flined. What is his name? Ethelred. Ethel, Ethelred. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could kind of tell because it was an actor that no one had seen before playing yeah, a king. So you're like, they didn't well, give him a lot of airtime as well. You must die, surely. He didn't get a kingly amount of airtime. No, he didn't at all. Whereas Alfred got a shitload. And Alfred wasn't even king yet. No, he wasn't even the great. He was Alfred the shitty. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
a, a great moment in this, and it's quite a bad uh, editing moment in this, is in the first scene, I think we see Breeder and uh, Uhtred in the cells, and Breeder comes to the bars, and it's incredibly badly dubbed. Oh, my God, I wrote this as well. Really badly dubbed. I was going to say, did you clock it? And you have. <laughs> I didn't think you... I, might, I thought you might not have. It was like, oh, uh, it was like, I will never... Provide you. Do you know what? She, do you know what she says? No, go she, on. She says it to a guard. She says, "Do it again, and I will cut you prick, prick to throats." Right. But obviously, but her was... mouth doesn't say yeah. that. Her mouth is having a party of its own. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she was doing a little hex. <laughs> it's so weird because I I really want to know what she said first time, and they thought, "Oh, we have to change that." <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> Listen, you can't. I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, um, how it's just very it's just one of those little things that makes you realise like it's quite shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's still Bad growing editing. pains. Gro yeah. growing pains. They were obviously they didn't really they're just moving on. Come on, let's get on with it. It's not a poignant scene. Do you know what? Literally like two minutes later, um, I've written this scene with Bioka and um it's another thing about why it's just random. It just has these real random scenes that they never amount to anything. And it's really weird. It just makes it weird and makes you uncomfortable the first time you watch it. So like Bioka interrupts Alfred and Ellsworth. So Alfred's returned from battle. Yes. Ellsworth comes in and they're like, you know, they're kissing, they're going to get it on. And then Bioka comes in obviously to ask them to like release each other and breeder. And Ellsworth's like, I'll get out. Yeah. And then Bioka leaves so obviously, Alfred and Elsif continue, and Bioka just like hovers outside their door, and he like listens through the door, and you can hear them like moaning and stuff, and yeah, then he walks away. It. It's so weird because I'm like, why? Why have they done that? It's like makes him creepy, and he's not. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh well. To be fair to him, he is a priest, so they have that going for them—the weird kind of yeah, dirty. well, yeah naughty bastard at least it's not kids um a good scene is when you said she was like i didn't realize it was mushrooms she was making with because in my mind she had just started like a, a store on etsy and she's making like potpourri <laughs> <laughs> yeah but she's like she's literally so high yeah she's like fucking dude <laughs> you know her eyes are rolling yeah apparently she's having she's visions Having visions, and then Utrecht just turns up and blows. All right, what do you see? What do you see then? She's like wind viper. A wind viper. <laughs> um, so, do you think that because she did that thing, that's what made the miscarriage happen? No. No, it's just a. No, because you find out why she has a miscarriage later on. I don't want to spoil anything. Oh, I forgot. Oh. Do you? I don't want to. Yeah, you okay, do. Okay, fine. No, no, no. We're not. <laughs> We're not, we're not going into that. Um, it's, yeah, it's, um, oh yeah, because I was going to say, like, when you watch her have the miscarriage, uh -huh. I was actually, I watch it and I'm like, literally fuck being a woman back then. Yes. Yeah. Like, there are the... a few, there are a few birth scenes throughout this and you're just like, oh my God. You're just like, fuck that. Thank God I'm a man. Even Thank now, God like I think it's medicine. yeah, but even now it's 
pushing out. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it now. (laughs) But thank God I wasn't in medieval England. (laughs) It's fine. Um, They didn't know any better. Speaking of stuff like that, downstairs stuff, there's a, a, a nice quickie at the coronation. Oh my god! I wrote <laughs> so again. That happened so at Elizabeth's random, one. Like, what, what was the point? I reckon they must have a quota. Like we've got to see Uhtred put his penis in something. Yeah. In an hour. Yeah, because it brings in. That's why the first series of Game of Thrones was so, like, shockingly sexual, wasn't it? Because it yeah. brings in viewers, basically. Yeah. Because it like gets people talking about it. Dragons and tits. That's all I remember <laughs> from that. Uh... I, I wrote, <laughs> this is really explicit, but I wrote, Uhtred literally sucks Brina's boobs. Because I, <laughs> I was thinking, how awkward is that for the actors? <laughs> can I, sorry, could I just... <laughs> like, there's it's one thing, like, doing a sex scene, if you're yeah. an actor. But like that, I was like, I feel like that's way worse than just that's a sex a scene. It's too much. Because like you actually have to do that. <laughs> like you yeah, can't make it. You can't just have like a plastic one. Maybe <laughs> they did. Surely not. Like they put a plastic one on her back. And so... They probably <laughs> didn't have the budget for it. No, no. Plastic, <laughs> plastic, plastic boobs come in season three. But I was just thinking shows. like those actors are probably friends and like, like he's done that to her. <laughs> I just think it's so weird. And that was the first day of filming as well. <laughs> Hi. Like they can't have meeting. known each other that long. No, exactly. Oh, oh, that's awkward. That I wrote, would be bloody awkward. I wrote about a side note. Uh huh. I wrote side note. So you know, all the obviously all the men come back from the battle. Yeah. Um, and they're all like filthy. Mm. <laughs> okay. Filthy. Um. <laughs> Some for some reason, Ethelwald is still the dirtiest one there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even go to battle, and he's still the most disgusting-looking one. Why oh, is he always? He's toy. always so dirty. Oh, horrible! Oh, he's always got like. He just always looks like he really needs a wash. Well, you know, he spends his nights in the arms of ladies of the night. Of whores. Come on, Yahuwah. Yahuwah, that's what they were, Yahuwah. though. Um, but yeah, that's that's that episode. That's all I have to say on that one. <laughs> I was going to say, oh my God, <laughs> there's a bit where Everworld spits in Alfred's milk. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, that's... <laughs> oh, gross. That's a weird Just thing. adding to his grossness, too. And it's a really crap spit. It's like a proper spit. It's like yeah. a slow <laughs> Oh, that. And then Leofrich like snatches him away out of anger because he's he's Leofrich watches him spit in the drink, and then he's like curled up on the floor like you can't hurt me. And then Leofrich like knocks him out, but with his foot. <laughs> and I was thinking like it's quite hard to knock yeah, how do you do someone that? out, but not like seriously hurt them. <laughs> yeah, there's a good. Um... There's a balancing like that's, act. That's, that's a talent, yeah. yeah fair play to Lerfrit. Impressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I think it's facts? a good episode, but I feel like 
I think it's it's one of the episodes where it's starting to get. If I'm honest, once Breeder and Uhtred are apart from each other, the season kicks in. Yeah, and I this is it, like I think they do they leave they leave each other at the end of this episode. Yeah, so at the end he's looking around, he's looking out to sea, and he sees um, Ragnar's what is it, Windy Viper or something like that. Wind Wind Viper. <laughs> um, sail away, and he starts crying because you know that's his family. And the only people he said, really loves in the world. When I was watching it with Toby, I said to him, he's quite emotional, isn't he, Uhtred? Mm. He cries quite a lot. Oh, yeah, he does. I kind of like that about him. I like it as well. What I wrote about Breeder was like, so first time watching it, I found Breeder really annoying. Mm-hmm. I do still kind of find her quite annoying. Yeah. Because I feel like Uhtred, he's kind of doing the right thing by going with the Saxons because he because the Dane like Abba other never doesn't believe him so yeah what's the point in trying to be yeah. a Dane because Abba's like OG Dane yeah yeah and Breeder's like no we have to be a Dane and like she's like so adamant like oh we're Dane like oh, she just won't stop hanging on about it and, like, <laughs> oh, no. I'm a Dane <laughs> and she says when they're you know they're in prison she says to Uhtred I won't become a Saxon woman. I won't wash, work the fields and cook until I drop. And then she says, why are Saxons so miserable? And I was like, that's so true. But um, I kind of like, when she said that, I kind of thought, naturally, she's right, because I'd way rather be a Viking woman than a Saxon woman. Yeah. Because at I least think... the, the Viking women, like, because you know Vikings, like, they have, like, Equality. like, Viking women fight. Yeah, they fight in the wars. Like you have like shield maidens if you watch Vikings, you know, they have shield maidens. And like Viking women are like quite respected. Well, much like modern day Scandinavia, there's more equality and it's better, you know, yeah. it's better for everyone. Uh, but good. Yeah, I think Breda is a she's a complex character. And it takes a she couple is. of watches for you to like her. Yeah, I think if someone's watching it for the first time, I'd tell them to like be patient with her stick with her she'll be fine because yeah i kind of i think i would be on her side actually yeah yeah i'd be annoyed actually because you don't know these people or anything um how would you rate that out of 10 that episode uh, oh god maybe like between six and seven i'd say six yeah i'd say six um yeah if you think it's higher or lower than that, do you get in touch and tell us at heard it through grapevine at gmail.com or on Instagram or Twitter. Tweet us, whatever. Or don't. Or don't. I just don't <laughs> engage with this podcast at all. Um, so moving on to episode four. Called episode four. <laughs> so obviously Ragnar's fucked off with Breeder, so Uhtred is all on his own. We begin with the episode with Uhtred bathing in a stream and you see his ass. it's lovely. Otto the Younger pops up and wants to bribe him to walk away from the arranged marriage Alfred has planned for him. The girl is Mildred, goddaughter of Otto the Elder and someone that young Otto seems to harbour secret feelings for. Um, he tries to pay uh, him off. But Uhtred has already paid the pride price of 33 pieces of silver. To, and though Leofrit states that she is plain, Uhtred knows that she owns land. So that's all he wants. 
He just wants land. I thought that was um, a bit harsh of Leia Fritch. Yeah, I think. I she's think a bit plain. I was like, well, she's quite pretty. She's all right. I wonder what pretty was back then. Yeah. Like, what was what was the fashion? I know that in Tudor times, they didn't like, that everyone was pale. If you were pale, it meant Yeah, they were like white face makeup. If you, It meant that you didn't work in the field, so you didn't have a tan. It makes sense, so really, doesn't it? Well to do. Whereas now, being pale is a is a negative. Mm. Who's right? Who's not right? Um, so he gets married to her. There's a lovely thing. Uh, turns out she's not that ugly. Um, so <laughs> he goes off to his homestead. Uhtred, Mildred and Leofric set out to their new home as the winter starts to thaw. Uhtred, a little disbelieving that Alfred would give him such a beautiful bride, begins to ask questions and soon learns that Mildred's deceased father had promised a tenth of his land's yield to the church, despite not being able to pay in full for many years. The sum of the current debt is 2,000 shillings, which Alfred could remove, but has chosen not to in order to test Uhtred's obedience as an English elderman. He is pissed. Uh, upon arrival... It's a lot of money. I tried to work out how much money it was, but I couldn't find any exchange oh, rates. From yeah. money. <laughs> how much would 2,000 shillings be from 866 to 2021? Um, upon arrival, Mildred greets her common folk and gifts them the silver from her bride price. So we see that she's a lovely girl. You know, she's lovely. She works. Oh, she's lovely. Oh, she's a lovely girl. Um, so... But it turns out she was only ever given 18 pieces of silver, whereas she was promised 33. Uhtred, again, pissed off. That's strike two. Um, their first night as a couple is tense, as Uhtred's quick temper clashes with Mildred's meek nature. But they obviously get it on, because months pass, and the next scene is someone bathing in, the, in a lake, and you think, oh, a bit of Uhtred, is it? Because to be honest... <laughs> It looks the same. You literally do think it's Uhtred. You're like, oh, Christ, Uhtred, come on then. And then Uhtred turns around, turns out it's not Uhtred. It's Mildred <laughs> with a big belly. Very pregnant Mildred. And a bit of boob. Um, uh, so she joins Uhtred and Oswald on, on an overlooking ridge as they patrol their land, seeing an endless line of Danes crossing through the trees, amongst whom is young Ragnar. Now, this bit is a bit strange because... It's only Breeder and young Ragnar that see the three people on the hill. And they are honestly about a mile and a half away. Yeah. And no, I'm, I'm like, not... I, I, don't, I feel like I'm like, can you can I not tell who each other are? Yeah. But I think. But then they are really far away as well. They are really far away. And I, I actually thought that they, she went, oh, it's Uhtred. But she didn't. She never says that. She just goes, oh, someone's. Which looking. is like, yeah, why is the point? What's the point of it? Yeah. Of her yeah, going, oh look. She never does anything. It's a random Saxon man. <laughs> <laughs> With a lovely ponytail. Um so they see them and then they ride. So Uhtred rides with Muldrif and Leofrich at once to Winchester to warn Alfred. Um the King Gruthram's army is actually going to Wareham. Not wear them. It's a place in England called Wareham. Um I looked where this that was actually. Where is it? It's near Bournemouth in Dorset. Very nice. Very near the, nice right near the coast. The yeah, right near the coast. Where the old go to die. <laughs> um, Uhtred takes an opportunity at base camp to confront Alfred about the outstanding debt of his deviously arranged marriage. 
But before Utri can begin, Alfred informs him that Ivor the Boneless, brother of Ubba, has been killed in Ireland and Ubba has deserted Guthrum to avenge him. The discussion leads to an argument about the gods and version uh, bollocks, which uh, bollocks. Um, to, to Alfred, penance is what separates the good English Christians from the pagan heathens. As a vegetarian, Alfred has his broth. As an elderman, Uhtred has his debt. So he ain't going to get any help, which, again, annoys Uhtred. Yeah, he's been fucked over there. Um, so it turns out that Wareham has fallen to the Danes. Uh, young Ragnar, eager to lead his men against the Saxon army and continue westward conquest, interrupts Guthrum's moment of reverence inside the Christian church, where he finds strength, which he finds strangely quiet and peaceful. But Guthrum's fears losing more men in the wake of Upper's desertion and admits that despite overtaking Wareham, they can be starved out. So basically, little Ragnar wants to go and fucking fight and use the initiative, but as Upper has gone to Ireland and taken his men, they have to wait. So Guthrum plans it and they go and meet Alfred, who's got this lovely Wessex army, stood there waiting. They talk, they basically exchange some uh, hostages Mm-hmm. as a way of securing peace but oh my god is this is this the one where abba and Uhtred they're like um debating aren't they and oh is this the next episode i think it's the next episode oh god i've watched too much you sorry. silly bitch sorry carry on then so yeah but they're gonna be starved out and it's gonna be five each side are gonna have five um or 10 hostages? 10, I think, 10, I think yeah. Um, so 10 hostages from each side are exchanged as a condition during the one-month peace term. Basically, uh, Guthrum knows that Upper's going to take a month, so he needs that month to kind of lie low, whereas Alfred's going to give them all beer and food, which is like, I don't understand why. It's fair enough. Um, yeah, because so, I think Alfred doesn't think he'll beat them in a battle. No. So among the Wessex hostages are Father Selbix, who has been instructed to convert Guthrum to Christianity, and, of course, Uhtred, who has been instructed to escape and light the beacon signals should word of Ubba's return be heard. Um, that night in Wareham, the reunion between Uhtred, Ragnar and Breda is joyful as they drink together. Uhtred finally feels at home, but his new Saxon family proves to be another obstacle in his Danish affinity. Albeit tempted to join Ragnar, he is drawn, still drawn towards the dream of Bevenberg, despite Alfred's incessant attempts to test his allegiance. He continues to grapple with his two identities, never fully accepted by either side. Mm. Um, so a messenger. So there's some scenes where they drink and it's a bit awkward. There's a bit. And I, I will come back after, but there's an awkward bit and we'll discuss it in a second. A uh, messenger arrives from Ireland to, with news that Upper has returned and is in London. They call it London. Like yeah. A, like a foreigner would. How did um, he get there, though? What, the messenger? <laughs> no, Upper. Oh, yeah, he's in Ireland. He's in Ireland. And then he's it, gone all he's... the way round. <laughs> On the long way. Why would he go that way? Because he like, yeah, why? you could go to Liverpool and get the ferry across. <laughs> why would you go London Why wouldn't you just fly to... straight there? Yeah, idiot. But obviously, yeah. there must be not the right travel paths during lockdown. <laughs> um, so this is all the news Guthrum needs to hear and knows he can defeat Alfred in battle and orders his men to get rid of the English hostages. They're all killed very quickly, but Ragnar 
jumps in the way of Uhtred and the enslaying um, Danes and says, mm. look, if you want to kill him, you've got to kill me. And then Guthrum goes, all right, dickhead, let him go. Um, <laughs> and so the last scene, the last shot is very impressive. We see Uhtred lighting the beacon and then we see beacons in the distance. Oh, going, yeah, I've got that. To say he's back. How um, beautiful. So best bits of the episode is probably in the first minute. One minute, 52 seconds. If you want to just go straight to the arse, it's a great arse. It's lovely. It's so lovely. A um, couple of points that, that Georgia made as we were watching it together, because I've converted her, mm-hmm. um, much like Father Bell tricks tried to. But um, <laughs> uh, she says, no person would stand naked in the snow. Uh, or And also, do you reckon he's had his bum waxed? Because it is a very, very smooth arse. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe. It might not even be his bum. It might not. Might be a lady's bum. Um, <laughs> in two minutes forty-one, and I think this is a quite a, uh, a very good point made by Otto the Younger. You're impossible to reason with. Everything is a game. That's why we love him. It's how we love it. It's so playful. And oh my god! And that's why we hate <laughs> Otto the Younger, who is possibly the most annoying character of the series. Right? I hate him so as much. As much as the other ones, a little Tory. He's just a fucking dickhead. This Otto. Oh. Well, I love when, uh, isn't it this episode where Uchek calls him a virgin? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm watching it like, yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm you like, are yeah, a he's virgin, definitely, silly he's probably a virgin in real life. That is at 21 minutes and 15 seconds. It's very <laughs> secondary school. Yeah, you're a virgin, mate. And he's like, no, I'm not. And not- the layer fridge says, he definitely is. <laughs> um, so three minutes, 24, I got a lot of married at first sight vibes. Yeah, well, yeah, we're it is watching, Married at First Sight, isn't it? We're watching Married at First Sight Australia at the moment, and it is, uh, it's mental. Is it entertaining? It's very entertaining, but they're all awful, awful people. Um, is it like this one where she cries after they get married, and Bianca goes, tears of joy, and it's really awkward? No, but one of them goes to a funeral of an ex, what, ex-girlfriend's mum and doesn't text his new wife for a week. Oh my god! And then comes back and goes, "Why are you annoyed?" Oh, that's not very good. It's not very good. It's just typical man, isn't it? Just typical Aussie man. <laughs> uh, and if you are from Australia, all right. Um, <laughs> uh, an interesting point: in nine minutes, around the nine-minute mark, uh, Alfred's wearing a jumper or wearing like a, a shawl that I used to have. I think very a similar jumper. style. Well, it's like <laughs> a, you know his little jumper, jumper dress. <laughs> it's got like. Toggles on the shoulder. Why that's so fun. Toggles on the shoulder. Dress. And I uh, used to have it about 2009 slash 10. It was in my gap. Wow, year. so uh, indie. Nice. Bought it from River Island because I worked there. Um, nice. Uh, oh, yeah. So you know this bit where Odda, because you know Odda didn't pay Mildred's bride pie, bride price. Bride yes. Pay. Like it was like he like paid her half or whatever. Yeah, I was yeah. actually thinking like, why did he do that? Because yeah, what's the point? It's her money. So why is Odda not paying her money? He likes her. <laughs> yeah, that is a weird bit. Why would they? Like that makes no sense because that is actually money that goes to her. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And then Odda the senior's like, "Have we not paid?" And Odda the younger's like, "Twiddling if I'm like, mm, I don't know. Maybe not. Can I do that?" <laughs> um, 
what is what is a very sweet point um is 13 minutes and 30 seconds in now we know utrid is shagged he's shagged around well he hasn't actually he's only shagged brida but <laughs> brida 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 <laughs> <laughs> or brida um but the look of terror on utrid's face in 13 minutes and 30 seconds when uh, Leofritz reminds him that it's his wedding night, it's really sweet. <laughs> He's like, oh, Christ, I've got to put it up. Uh. Which, is, uh, which is very endearing, very endearing. Um, he doesn't even on the first night anyway, I don't think. Well, I don't know. There is a, uh, there's a line where she's like, uh, you've got to have a big meal or there's meant to be a meal or something and then i made the joke at 16 minutes and 53 seconds which is when she turns around uh turns out she did have a big meal after all <laughs> you know that just before that bit when you see them kiss yeah by the river have you noticed the way utrecht tugs her towards him yeah that's she, it's he like, so weird he tugs her and like tries to unclip something but it looks and really she kind of just weird. goes hey yeah, it's like what? It's what I don't know if it's supposed to be like sexual, like kind of make you like, oh, that's sexy. But it, I watch it and I'm like, that's the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> it <laughs> I don't is understand weird. It. It's so it's not, weird. It's like playful, but also quite horrible. Yeah. <laughs> also, thirty minutes and seven seconds in, there was a lovely shot where you really appreciate how great Uhtred's skin is. What? What? What's the shot? He's just lit really nicely. <laughs> I think it's when he's talking to Alfred about Abba. But his skin is incredible. <laughs> For someone who doesn't have like Wilkinson sword or Gillette to shave in those days. I guess, he, good. I guess he's supposed to be what, like 20 years old? Yeah, he is meant to be young, actually. That's, well, we'll come on to it. How young, he, how old is Uhtred? Because people seem to age a lot around him, but he never seems to age. That's um, true, yeah. 33 minutes, Guthrum kind of steals the scene he's a very, he's a legend i think he's one of my favorite characters i think of series one um okay. uh 33 minutes and 40 seconds in alfred is a bit too much of a diva to shout to his men he's like we're gonna fight him and then alfred <laughs> goes we're gonna fight him i remember it's, that <laughs> it's like that little britain sketch where he's like could i have uh i'd like a puzzle with a sad horse in it margaret <laughs> it's <laughs> Um, it's so weird like why doesn't he just do it <laughs> but then even in even in battles when i watch battle scenes i always think how is that whole army supposed to hear this one man yeah it's like well it's like anything isn't it there'll, there'll be a bit where people listen we're here and then two minutes later it'll be like yeah all right yeah. and like, it's, it's probably just when everyone else starts cheering they you just start cheering yeah you're just like you could say anything could say yeah, anything. True. Um, 44 minutes in, I've made a note. That awkward moment when your ex starts shagging your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I, I wrote um, that this episode is the introduction of Ragnar and Breeder as a couple. Yes. And I think they are maybe the best couple. I think so. In the whole thing. Yeah, I, love, I really very, like yeah. them as a couple. Because they're just banter, aren't they? Yeah, they seem to... They're much more aligned than Uhtred and Breeder were and they seem to like just want the same thing yeah and <laughs> this is like the bit when Uhtred's having like a little drunk night with them and it's all cute yeah and you know they have this tug of war yeah I was gonna go <laughs> on to it 
Ragnar's like, oh, I've got a piss. And then Nietzsche yeah. like loses. And then he like comes after the tug of war. He like walks over to Ragnar and Breeden. He's like, I haven't laughed this much in so long. And I'm like, oh, that hilarious tug of war. <laughs> I once nearly broke my back doing tug of war at school. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I did tug of war. What classic game though? I think it was year nine. And I was at the back. So oh, I so was the anchor. Young. No, I wasn't. Is the no anchor the had... most important bit? I like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the no one had told me how to do it, right? What, is and there a technique? Apparently there's a technique. I think and apparently this. this isn't the technique. Right. So I saw someone put the rope behind them, right? So you have it. You put, you know how the rope is like, a, it's a rope. You put one end, you wrap it around you. But you, is that what how you I play did, tug of war? Apparently, well, oh, I, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I can't but remember. What I did was I tied it. So <laughs> I was, it was like I was caught in a lasso. <laughs> and, <laughs> and my team lost. Of course, yeah. And so everyone gave up. And so I went flying <laughs> hip first towards the other team like I was trying to hump them. And honestly, <laughs> it fucking killed. It's so funny. <laughs> it really hurt. It's such a funny story. Um, well, thank God you weren't doing it in this episode four because... I'd have been in the fire. Got, you would have been in a fire, yeah. I would have been in a fire and also in absolute agony. But it was I'm one sure, of those moments. Sure, it would have been like a really funny tug of war, though. Yeah, it's one of those things when you um, you do something stupid <laughs> and then you try and style it out. You can't style, you can't style that out. I was like, well, God, that was random, wasn't it? Just walked off, like in crying in you know, pain. I, it, do you know what image I've got in my head? You know that um that video of that kid on that um like rotating. <laughs> yes, it's exactly like that. <laughs> when it gets him on his back and he <laughs> he's just like falls on this like whatever it is little like you know play dome or whatever it is. Oh my god, that's just what I'm thinking of. <laughs> this really tickled me. Yeah, and that's um. That was the biggest. I got a, a flashback in that scene and I didn't pay attention for the next 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> 49 minutes and 44 seconds. Uhtred's son is born. Possibly the biggest baby I've ever seen. I guess, yeah, they just... A massive baby. But then, you know, when they act out babies, mm -hmm. <laughs> like they get, you know, ba like babies. Yeah. Like, do they literally take a baby that's like three days old? Because like a newborn baby? No, I, I don't know. Surely not, though. Like, Surely so not. Delicate. Surely not. Mm. Anyone who does know how they procure babies how uh, for TV, if you mm. could get in touch and let us know, that'd be great. Um, uh, and the last point on this, which is a very, very good episode, I think. It's got a lot of action, a lot of things going, a lot of time moving on. Mm. You know, it... It spans, this episode spans, what, six six months? Four? Oh, maybe, yeah. Plus, like, eight, nine months is one episode, whereas in other shows, that's a whole series. Um, the father, Belix, what's his name? Seb, Selbix. 
Weetabix, good old <laughs> father Weetabix, says, raining again. One day seems like the next. Doesn't it fucking just, <laughs> eh? I, I said to Toby, like, oh, my God, he's, this is like over a thousand years ago and he's talking about the weather. And he's talking about lockdown. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's that's the episode. I think that's a very strong episode. I'm going to give it an eight. It is a, yeah, it's a really good episode, actually. Yeah. I'm just yeah. reading over what happened. Yes. It's so great. you have some, uh, you some, some knowledge of the actual wear room thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. So the good, the cool thing about, oh my God, that's just so cool. That makes you sound so lame. Um, episode four is like really, it is based on true events, basically. So Guthrum is a real thing. Yeah. He's a man. He is a um, man. He's a great man. Along with two men called Esketel and Anwen. Don't know who they are. Ah, fuck them. They didn't make the final cut. No, they didn't. Um, but basically, them these Danes slipping past the Saxons going into the West Country, like Uhtred's watching them over the yeah. hill. Um, they So, yeah, they um, attacked an occupied Wareham in Dorset in real life Alfred blockaded them but was unable to take Wareham by assault he negotiated a peace that involved exchange of hostages and oaths which the Danes swore on a holy ring how do they know that shit like who writes they swore on a holy ring well you know Alfred uh <laughs> kept a kept a journal obviously yes well dear diary <laughs> um I just met the Danes today <laughs> I made him swear on a ring just felt random <laughs> so might kill these hostages, might not, felt cute, might, <laughs> might kill them later. Um, but it is true that the Danes broke their word and after killing all the hostages, they slipped away under cover of night to Exeter. And I thought that was so dramatic, under mm. cover of night to Exeter in Devon. So Uhtred, he lives in, I think Liscombe is where he lives, where his homestead is. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, and that's literally like down the road from Wareham. Oh, Okay. So I was like, oh, it's only a short oh, trip for him. That must be annoying, having to, because he had to go to Winchester to go back. Just like, oh, can you not just it's very pick me long, up on yeah. the way? It's all very long, though, isn't it? Like, Abba had to make a short stop in Ireland. <laughs> he had to go <laughs> short stop on it and then come back in London. London and go down the Thames. I'm not sure about that. Oh, yeah, because they're like, he was on the river. So, oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, how? Uh, what do you rate that episode? Oh, also, I really like... Um, what do you because they sorry episode? they mention Abba and Iva, and that that's also a real thing as well. So if you watch Vikings, Abba and Iva are like two of the main characters. What do you rate? Sorry, okay, I'll rate it an eight as well. I think it's good. Fine. I maybe yeah would have been nicer with a bit more action. Really? Yeah, I quite like the battle episodes, so I'm not going to give it a ten. Oh yeah, no, of course, yeah. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> I thought I had quite a lot of action. Really? Some, oh, no, I mean, some... like, actual action. Saw a few boobs, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah One that pregnant is boob. Funny. One other boob. One birth. Oof. Less said about that, the better. Um, mm. So what did you think of those episodes? Let us know or don't. Fuck it. Um, we'll be back at some point with episodes five and six. Mm, exciting take care of each other and remember destiny is all <laughs> <laughs>
Is that going to be the end? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, wonder why, well.